Welcome back to your Apple News segment. I look forward to these all the time and uh, we're almost at a thousand cores. So those renders are getting juicier and juicier. Hope you enjoy them. Now we got the iPhone 13, several developments there. iOS 15, WWDC right around the corner. And the hole punch future, the perfect in-screen Touch ID iPhone of your dreams may be happening sooner than you think and uh, the iPhone SE 3 and SE Plus. As always, an update on Phone Rebel, so I'm running this company in accordance with this channel. It's a lot of work, but we're trying. So we just restarted Flex Series. I'm really excited about this one. It's our legacy product. This is the third attempt. It's a really hard design, really, really hard to design a flowing case around a square body. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about that one. So maybe by summer, really gunning for it. And the Gen 2 Rebel will be back in stock by the end of this month. So stay tuned guys. Crystal, of course, still available. Thank you for supporting and helping us build something cool. So of course, WWDC 2021 has been announced. It's an all online event with the tagline, Glow and Behold. Now I'd like to think that that image refers to Apple glasses, but Apple's gonna be announcing all the new softwares here, iOS 15, and uh, yeah, we'll be making a video about that soon. Sorry guys, just so much stuff to do. All right, so on the iPhone 13 front, Makatakara brings us a dummy look at the iPhone 13 first. These guys were actually the first ones to leak the official 12 design, so I do give them some credence here. And uh, they actually give us the specifications for the notch. So it's at this point, I think pretty much all but confirmed from many sources that the notch will be shrinking. Now we have the actual measurements, about almost eight millimeters less wide versus the current, and 0.05 millimeters taller. I mean, that's sub-perceptible, you won't even notice it. I honestly think it looks great. More room on your screen, it's an evolution in design, and uh, at least until we go to the hole punch look, it'll do. And that's supposed to happen in 2022. So the actual FaceTime camera is now on the opposite side of the notch, and the earpiece is wedged all the way up near the top of the bezel. Now on the backside, Takara isn't showing any changes to the camera orientation or layout, anything like that, size. So it's unclear whether or not they have this info, but from everything we've heard, there are going to be major camera upgrades in this year's iPhones. And a quick recap, basically Apple is sharing a lens size now between the 13 Pro 6.1 inch and 13 Pro Max and uh, the actual individual protrusions supposedly will be shrinking, according to Max Weinbach. They'll be the same between the 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max. They aren't right now. And according to Ming-Chi Kuo, the ultra-wide lens is getting some major upgrades, autofocus, bigger aperture, 1.8. This is across the entire lineup. And it'll be getting sensor shift stabilization. So the same tech we have in the wide-angle lens, now in the ultra-wide. And uh, that's gonna help a lot with low-light photography, movement, such. And earlier from Mac Takara themselves, they said that the lens look will be adopted from the 2021 iPad Pro, so it will be very similar, and it'll be covered with a slab of sapphire glass. So it'll be stretched by 0.9 millimeters to make things a little bit more even. We still kind of don't really know what's happening there, but we know the lens will look different. Also recently from Ming-Chi Kuo, he mentioned that the wide-angle lens will be virtually unchanged across the lineup. Yet, the iPhone 13 Pro Max, so the top-end model, will have a larger aperture by 0.01. So 1.5 versus 1.6 on the rest of the lineup. So technically, the 13 Pro Max will still have the better camera, even if it's marginally better. Oh, and also Quo mentioned that we're going to six-piece 
plastic element lens inside the ultra wide versus the five piece on the iPhone 12s. Now in our last video, Max Weinbach and I detailed that LiDAR will be getting more precise, be able to read edges of uh, street signs and just more detail in general. Now a patent actually shows how Apple will be achieving this. This patent pretty much confirms that yes, Apple is working on a more precise LiDAR algorithm, time of flight sensors and whatnot. Yes, LiDAR will be getting better. And more confirmation by Digitimes that Apple is going to 120 hertz. LG and Samsung will be producing the displays. They're actually changing their production facilities right now from OLED to OLED LTPO. LTPO being that feature, making always on displays possible. So that and high refresh rate, it's really gonna be a great iPhone release. And according to Digitimes, the high refresh rate is actually quite taxing on the battery. So Apple had to compensate and thanks to the efficiency of the A15, they speculate, Apple was able to actually improve the battery life by 15 to 20%. Whether or not the batteries are getting bigger, we heard most recently that they are, 20% is a huge jump in battery life, especially considering that you're getting 120 hertz. Speaking of processors, a couple exciting developments here. Always like hearing some good chip news. Apple may be using four nanometers in their new Macs by the end of this year, quarter four, potentially quarter one of 2022. So four nanometers already. And TSMC is on track to produce three nanometers for the iPhone 14, I don't know, will it be called a 13 if we're getting a 12S this year, man. These names. I hope they stick with 13 to 14 from now on, but we're on track for three nanometers in 2022 on the iPhone 14. And a huge one is ARM's new version nine architecture, which is heavily focused on AR, VR, on AI, also 5G. Apple will eventually adopt this in their chips, but it's actually a major announcement. And a recent Apple patent shows that yes, they're working on their finishes. So this one actually details and addresses an issue that some people were having with fading on their aluminum borders on their iPhone 12s. This is a doped metal oxide coating to avoid that, basically a charged atom that they add that adds the color, but also prevents the fading. It's really complex stuff, but interesting. Yes, Apple is working on finishes, including that matte black, working on titanium, exploring everything. It's getting so hard to keep track of everything. And thanks to the rocketing success of the iPhone 12s, Apple's forecasted to sell 240 million plus iPhones this year. And that includes the 12 and maybe the 12S or 13 lineup. This is via a Wedbush analyst. So this could exceed the sales success of the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. And mass production for the Apple A15 is set to happen in May, sooner than expected, according to Digitimes. And uh, we're likely to see an iPhone 13 release on time. According to Wedbush analyst Dan Ives, says that it might trickle into early October, but we're not likely to see a late iPhone launch or staggered like we did with the iPhone 12. And according to Ming-Chi Kuo, Apple may be switching to a hole punch display in at least one iPhone model next year. That would be the high-end model. Uh, we've heard from him before about the portless thing. It never materialized. Apple is experimenting here. If they're actually able to get good yields with this new tech, they would add it to the entire lineup as soon as next year. Just hard for me to believe that they make the effort to go to a tiny notch and then no notch or a hole punch within the span of two years, especially when we've had the notch for years now. Apple doesn't make quick transitions like that usually. And Barclays also corroborates Ming-Chi Kuo's report saying that hole punch 2022, yes, it's likely after the tiny notch this year, Apple will be more tightly integrating those face ID components. So uh, it very well may happen. Now, if it were 
what look would it take? Would it be just that dot? Would it be a little bit wider? Would Apple integrate it into the bezel in the corner? I'm curious what your thoughts on that are, as Apple usually wants to stand out. They want their own individual design, so let me know. And before you start saving for the iPhone 14, Ming-Chi Kuo comes out reporting on the iPhone 15. I think that's what it'll be called, the 2023 iPhone. So he's saying that this one will have no notch, no hole punch, nothing, just screen. So by then, Apple will have figured that out. It's very surprising to hear that they'd be accelerating that technology so soon, not dragging it out like they did the notch. Also, in-screen Touch ID will be a thing for sure, by then he says, and the periscope zoom on the camera will be a thing. So those three major technologies will be coming to an iPhone in 2023. Potential optical zoom with that telephoto lens of five times, 10 times maybe. And we've got some fresh iPhone SE 3 and SE Plus news. So according to Ross Young, a display analyst, he says that Apple's plan for the next iPhone SE launch will be just a refreshed iPhone SE 2020, same form factor, same screen, just new chip and 5G support. But Apple's not stopping there. In 2023, Apple's likely to release a 6.1-inch iPhone SE Plus variant. This one is likely to have a hole-punch display, 5G support, and of course a newer processor. And thinking back to 6.1-inch iPhones, it's very likely that Apple would recycle the iPhone XR or iPhone 11 chassis. So either we'll be getting a single camera, I think more likely to happen, maybe the dual from the iPhone 11, but I think that Apple will want to separate those still. Also Ming-Chi Kuo's SE3 report basically says the same thing. The next SE will be 4.7 inch in 2022, 5G upgrade, new chip, and hole punch in 2023 is possible for a 6.1 inch iPhone SE variant. And Kuo made a comment here saying that he wants Touch ID in the power button on the SE Plus, saying that it would significantly improve the user experience. And it's funny to me that AirPods 3 have already been cloned pre-release, so uh, those are on market. The design is growing on me. I like those bigger sensors, very distinct design. Also regarding the iPad mini sixth generation, so apparently dummy units have leaked of all the new iPads, including the Pros. The mini six is not the iPad mini Pro that was rumored earlier that I really hoped we'd see. Square body, USB-C, similar design to the other iPads, but uh, no, just an upgrade of the existing chassis. As for the pros, they uh, have some camera changes, apparently three cameras, according to Sonny Dixon. To me, it just looks like the LiDAR sensor placement. We'll see, we're right around the corner here. All right guys, thanks for watching. Stay tuned for the next one. Peace.